Our ancestors in faith must surely have had a great insight into human behavior. The people of God who joined with God in the first covenant knew well their own need for forgiveness and reconciliation. They were very aware of their capacity to be unfaithful. Turning away from their commitment, their promises, and then turning back to God, lamenting their failing and seeking God's mercy. And God forgave them over and over again. And they wanted to celebrate that moment of reconciliation and found ways to assure themselves and to assure God that they were sincere. They adopted practices of penance, recommitting themselves to practices of charity toward each other, and reciting the psalms of penitence with a new fervor. In our first reading, the great prophet Joel cries out on God's behalf, Call an assembly, gather the people, notify the congregation, sound the trumpet, bring the elders and the children, stop the wedding. The call for repentance. Example of Jonah, who preached to the Ninevites, was matched by an even greater call to rejoice when hearts were changed. Conversion of hearts was and is worthy of remarkable celebration. We know in the Christian tradition that Lent started as a time for the catechumens, the seekers, as they prepared for the Easter sacraments. And then all of the baptized wanted to share in their journey, recognizing their own need for metanoia change of heart so that their celebration of the Easter sacraments would have its own glory and its own exuberance. So every year we are in good company in these Lenten days, remembering the catechumens in communities all through the church, remembering our ancestors in faith, and our brothers and sisters in our time and in our places. Well before the re-emergence of the catechumenate in parish communities, we could all go back and remember the spiritual practices of our own ancestors, our immediate ancestors, our families, those practices and traditions that shaped our spiritual growth even to this day. And so, in the middle of the week, in the middle of winter, we have been summoned by God once again. The scriptures and the teachings of the church urge us to take up those practices that come from the gospel and come from our Jewish tradition of prayer, fasting, and almsgiving as expressions of our desire to stand humbly and honestly before God and say, I can do better. 
I can be better. We know in our hearts that's true. And Lent is a time to discover what a change of heart looks like. In a few moments, we will be marked with ashes. Ashes that are usually a sign of death. Something is gone. A building, a living thing, a person. But the ashes are in the sign of the cross, which is the sign both of death and life, the sign that God is ever faithful and we can always be hopeful. The gesture of being signed with ashes, accompanied by the words, repent and believe in the gospel, places us in that great spiritual tradition of metanoia. The Hebrew word for repent also means to take a deep breath. And the Greek word for repent, metanoia, can also mean to reconsider. And so, my friends, maybe we can make sense of these various meanings by suggesting that as we begin the season of Lent, we take a deep breath, reconsider our spiritual journey and practices, and put our whole heart into being a better person. The effort must come from us. The transformation comes from God. From now to Easter is a great journey. So let us accompany each other, seeking the mercy of God and strengthened by the prayer of all our sisters and brothers.